Welcome to the Faith Mama Mondays podcast. I'm Dominique. I'm Ryan. And I'm Janice. And we're just three mamas who love God. We're not perfect and we mess up. A lot. But we have been called to a mighty work. Motherhood. We're on this journey with you. Yes, it gets messy. There are days you might cry. But we're here to remind you, you are not alone. We're in this together. Faith Mama Mondays is a place where we can connect, laugh, and even cry together. It's a beautiful community. Motherhood brought us together. Christ holds us together. Welcome to Faith Mama Mondays. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Faith Mama Mondays. Can you believe that this week we are going to be launching our radio station and Mama Encouragement app? I am so excited. This is a powerful week, and for a powerful week, God has brought us a powerful testimony from Ms. Lisa Martin Washington. Hi, Lisa. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you all doing? Doing great, and we are super pumped to have you on the show today. I know that people are probably sitting on edge, can't wait to hear your testimony. These testimonies have been so, so powerful. So I'm excited. I know that all of you listening are excited. And you guys know that before we jump into this testimony, it is time for the Mom Life Roll Call. I'm going to throw it over to my sister, Ryan, so that she can tell us a little bit more about that. All right, Mama, so this is the part of the show that we stand in solidarity with each other and we salute and shout out the mom life moments that make us cry, laugh, want to pull our hair out, all of the above sometimes. Um, But these are the moments that we just share uh, in solidarity with one another as we are on this awesome journey of motherhood. So with that Said, do you ladies have any mom life moments that you'd like to share? I can share one. I don't know if this one is a, it's not a laughing moment. I think I might have cried. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys know about these moments. I'm sure you do. It's moms. We're all moms here. So you know the moment when your kid is crying in the crib and, you know, it's in the morning, but it's really early and you're wondering, do I go in there or will this cry just, he'll go back to sleep or something? I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so I sat there and I was laying like, okay, what kind of cry is this? So I was like, okay, let me get up. Oh, my goodness. Let me tell you. I get up and there is like a poop explosion <laughs> everywhere. Oh, yeah. oh, my goodness. I was oh, like, yeah. what? happened and then I instantly felt bad because I did let him stay and cry for at least five to seven minutes and he's probably swimming in poop I didn't know and then I go in the it's just, just a mess like has anybody had those moments that oh it just yeah oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had that with my daughter yeah. when she was younger mm-hmm. had that from the from the pamper to the back right yeah. oh Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and oh. when you're tired, when you're tired like that, you like, oh yeah, come on, it's time. Oh baby, please go back to sleep. I'm tired. <laughs> but then when you really get up, yeah, you do feel you feel pretty guilty when you turn that child or pick that child up and it's poop from the pamper to the back. Oh so, yeah. my goodness, I, I, I know that moment. So <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I had to get up 
and give them a bath because it was so bad. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, oh now you got to get a bath in, in the wee hours of the morning. Sun hasn't even come up yet. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. <laughs> that is a real mom life right there. Real. Oh. oh. It's, oh, it's so funny. One of my friends, she's actually a, a, a faith mama as well, Shannon. Shout out to Shannon LeVan. Uh, she came up with this quote. She was like, no matter what you're going through in life, nothing stinks worse than poop. And I was like, you know, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. No, I'm going to start using that so for everything. Accurate. So accurate. <laughs> so accurate. Uh, so I wanted to share um, – there's just so many, <laughs> but <laughs> I feel like my mom life moments around Brooklyn usually are make us laugh. Like she's a very entertaining child, but this week she uh, turned two officially, and so <laughs> I was told by another mom this week that the twos are wondrous. They're not terrible. They're wondrous. And I was looking <laughs> at her like, girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> and so, as we are experiencing these wondrous twos, <laughs> oh, we're at the dinner table, and she had, like, some food on her plate, and then she, we, we've been trying to teach her how to drink out of a cup with no lid, and so she's she's been doing pretty good with that. So I'm, like, in the kitchen trying to clean up the, the dinner, and she's still at the table, and I just hear these, like, plop, plop, Plop. I'm like, what is she oh. doing? And I look over, and like her whole entire plate is in her cup. And I was like, <laughs> why on earth would you put all of your food that you didn't eat, that you now have wasted, into a cup of juice? Like, what? Why? <laughs> and they were goldfish, by the way. So maybe she was trying to see if the fish would swim. Like, I don't know. I was just like, come on. It's her own little <laughs> imagination. I love it. They are wonderful. Yeah, and I so love it because I thought that my kids were the only ones that like to drink their meals. Um, (laughs) No, they all do. They do that. They have their own imagination. They have their own things that they want to do. And when my children were younger, they like to dress themselves. So you can (laughs) imagine what these children will have on, and I will let them dress themselves. And people would be like, you know, you should match their clothes up. No, I shouldn't. They have their own imagination. They have their own way that they want to look. And I can't interfere with that all the time. Now, if we go into church or something like that, maybe that's different. But just to go to the store or go outside to pray, no, they can put on whatever they want. And, yeah, they would be looking kind of crazy. <laughs> but it was their imagination and what they saw themselves in. I love it. I love that it. That is awesome. I love that. I'm going to give that a try. I wonder what these kids will come up with. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That is so awesome. I've actually been experiencing a little bit of that lately. Like, Brooklyn is very opinionated about what she wants to wear. Like, very opinionated. <laughs> yeah, they, oh, have, they have their own opinion. People don't allow them sometimes to express themselves. And by me working with children, what, over 13 years, I see that when they come to class, when they come to school, and well, she wanted to put this, let her put it on. She, she, she don't have on any skimpy clothes. She's a child. Let her put it on. She's only coming to class. And she, she's clean. Her hair is done. If she want to wear 
pink flowers and green and white, orange, purple polka dots, let us put it on. It's okay. <laughs> I, love, I it. love it. I think my sons would probably wear superhero capes every day. I'm pretty good. <laughs> yep. And yeah, and my my two sons when they were younger they had um ninja turtle cape and they would put their yeah. capes on, go outside, jump down the steps, jump off the bed, and I would let them because they had their own imagination. I love I it. Love it. Shout out awesome. to the ninja turtles. That reminds me of my childhood. I love ninja turtles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so awesome. I love mom life. I love these stories. And now I know that for tomorrow my kids are going to pick out their clothes, and I'm going to take a picture of it, and I'm going to put it in the group so that everybody can see what happens when mm-hmm. kids choose their own clothes. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Mom life. Woohoo! Yes. So we're going to jump right into our first question of the episode. So, uh, Lisa, can you tell us about the but God moment that changed your life? And feel free to go into as much detail. Um, as the spirit leads you to. Okay. Um, well, the but God moment that changed my life was when it hit me at the age of 20 that I was a mom of three. I had three children at the age of 20. Whew. I felt like, you know, like, ugh, I had so much weight that was on my shoulders. I mean, I would hear, like, people in my neighborhood, they would say stuff when I walked past when I was pregnant or when I was walking with my kids, um, that girl ain't going to never get a decent job. She ain't going to never go to college. Oh, my God, she got all those kids and she young. And this is the stuff that's stuck in my head, so I will believe what they say. So I wouldn't try to do anything. I just thought I was going to be an old sorry mother with three children. Mm-mm. God wasn't having that. So as still at the age of 20, I had, all, I had already knew about God before. I became 20 and became a mother. My mother taught us about Jesus and God and salvation when we were younger. So I already knew who God was. But I went to church that Sunday, and I gave it all to him. I couldn't even take it no more. I gave it all to him. I was so bound up and bottled up with so much guilt, with so much pain of stuff that I was hearing, what I was thinking about, what people were think, was thinking about me, what they were saying about me when I, you know, when I go outside or when I was 14 and I was pregnant at the age of 14 what the people were saying about me. So I just gave everything to God. I just laid it out on the altar. And I received them. I accepted them in my life as my Lord and Savior. I I didn't worry about nothing else nobody else said. After that, I got my own apartment with me and my three kids. I started working at the Department of Commerce. I started taking my kids to daycare. I went to school. Hmm. This was nothing that I couldn't do because I already knew that God told me what I can do. Philippians 4.13 told me that. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It was a hard journey. Even after I got saved, my, my journey was still hard trying to take care of three children at that young age and being a single mom. But I knew with him, he, he wasn't going to let me down because I knew, I knew his unconditional love for me was unconditional, and nobody could change that. But it made me, like, more want to just want more of him and more, be more close to him because it wasn't nothing that I couldn't do. It was just, y'all, I mean, y'all just had to be there. It was nothing that I couldn't do with him. But them three kids, I, and after that, 
I had when I go outside with my kids, I hear older women saying, "You know what? You you are you you're young. You're a young mother, but you keep those kids so clean. You're a good mother." But God changed all that around from that negativity to that positive. From negativity to positivity is what I got. And I stopped feeling good about myself because I was holding all that stuff in. I was holding it in. Everything that people were saying about me, or I heard that somebody would tell me that somebody said, I was holding all of that negativity in. And I couldn't be that good mom because I didn't believe I was until God changed that whole situation around. And now, this day, at my age, I have five, almost five grown children. My last one is 17. She'll be 18 in a couple of months. And you talking about some love? When God, I was so happy that I had children after I went through that negativity part. I was so happy God gave me kids, that he allowed me to birth children, that I was a mom, that he picked me. I was handpicked to be a mother. He picked me to be that mom of those particular five children. They was meant for me. And I thank God all the time. I look at my kids, even though they are adults now, I look at my children, I'm just like, I'm so thankful that God put you in my life. I'm so thankful that you're here. No matter what we've been through, no matter where we've been, homeless, not having enough to eat, not being able to pay my bills, God still allowed y'all to come here. He still put y'all in my path. He still allowed me to be your mother because he knew every single one of them had different issues, and he knew I was the right mother for those children and those particular issues. He knew that I was going to love them unconditionally, period. My children are grown, and I still love them as if they were babies. I'm still there. And, y'all, let me go back a little bit because when my first son, was in 12th grade. He was in 12th grade with the ROTC uniform on. He would go outside to catch the bus. Guess who was behind him to walk him to the bus stop? He was in 12th grade, 17 years old. I'm still walking him to the bus stop because I just wanted to make to see him get on the bus, make sure he was okay, make sure he was making the school, make sure he was coming home. Just the unconditional love that God has for us is just, it's just, it blows my mind. I think about it at night. You loved me so much that you got on a cross for me. I mean, God, you gave your only son, and Jesus obeyed. He got on a cross and allowed him to do those things for us, to him, for us. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me. Nobody can tell me that I'm not a good mom. Nobody can tell me that the things that they think that I couldn't do. I, it's okay. It's okay for me. It's okay that... You know, that, 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 that I can go to school and, and, and take care of my kids and, and, and I can get a job and I can, you know, still take care of my children and I can take care of me. It's okay. But it's also okay to not be superwoman. I had to learn that. Mm. I can't do everything. I had to let some of that rope go to, to give it to let my friends, give a little bit of rope to my friends, give a little bit of that rope to my family because I was smothering and trying to do everything. Everything. I mean, I would go to the grocery store. I would take them with me. I mean, whatever I did, my kids were with me. I wouldn't let anybody wash them because they're my kids. And I thought that my kids, my responsibility, so I need to do what I need to do for them. 
it was hard. It was really hard being a 20-year-old with three children, being pregnant at the age of 14, started to have sexual intercourse when I was 12. Mm. It, 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 it was hard. But I thank God that he was always there. He never left me. I thank God for my parents that was there and my dad that would say, raise your head. Don't hold, don't look down at the ground. Raise your head. If you ain't got nothing to be ashamed of, we all have made bad choices or we made different choices. And if you ain't got nothing to be ashamed of, said, I love you and I always will love you. That was my dad. And Jesus is my father. So that was my dad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just, that's so amazing. And I can go on and on. Just so amazing. <laughs> wow. She said you had such a great example, too, of the God, the Father's love through your dad being, you know, supporting you and being there for you as you walk through a difficult, this difficult time. That's awesome. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. <sighs> wow. That is so awesome. I'm so excited that you're sharing your testimony because I know that there's a lot of moms that need to hear that story. Actually, I was uh, just looking in the group, and a lot of moms are sharing kind of how they became a mom. And a lot of moms, um, they may not have planned to be a mom at the time that they were, but they see mm-hmm. that God has um, God has been with them through their whole their child, their child's upbringing and everything, and I think that's so amazing. And I believe that there's going to be a young mother listening right now who you may be feeling like, wow, how did, how did I get here? Am I ready to be this mom? Mm-hmm. What am I going to do? And I want to ask you, Lisa, what scripture would you give that mom um, that may, you know, maybe she's 14, maybe she's 18, um, and she became a mom. She wasn't expecting to be a mom, but she is one now. Um, what are some things that you, what are some scriptures that you stood on um, that that God used to bring you um, through and to where you are now? Philippians 4 and 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Even though I was pregnant at 14, even though I had three kids by the time I was 20, I still had that scripture that told me that God said that I can do all things through him who strengthens me, which means that I can have this child, a healthy child. I can be a mom, and if it meant a single mom, I can go to school. I can finish school. I can graduate from high school. I can go on to college. I can graduate from college. I can get me a job to take care of me and my child. I can get a place to stay. I can take care of my child and myself. And it's all through God. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Everything that I do, it's okay because God got me. And, it, and, and, the, and the reason why I can do it is because I believe what he told me to do. What he said I can do, that I can do all things through him, he didn't say I can do some things. He didn't say I, can, I can't be 18 and have a child and I, I can't take care of that child because I'm, I'm 18. He didn't say I couldn't be a, um, a good mom. Uh, and I had a healthy baby because I had a child out of wedlock, even though I'm not supposed to have a child out of wedlock, but I did do that. He still said that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He still honored that scripture that he gave. But he said he still honored that. Even though I was disobedient, he still honored that. 
So if, if someone is 18 or if they are 14 and they're a single mom and they're having a baby, you still can do all things. Don't, don't, don't let anybody tell you that you cannot. Don't let anybody tell you that you are a failure. Don't let anybody tell you that because you have a child, you can't finish school. Because you have a child, you won't get a job, a good job. Because you have a child, you're not going to be nothing in life. That's a lie. That's a lie from Satan himself, a total lie. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And that means you can get up here, you can get the best job, you can work your, your hind yard, you can take care of that child, you can take care of yourself, you can get your apartment, your house, or whatever your heart desires that God is going to allow you to have. You can do all those things and don't let nobody tell you you can't. There's just a strength, Lisa, that I, I like, that I hear in your voice and, like, Oh, man, it's like convicting my heart in a way because um, I, I just can hear a strength and like such a passion and a love and a desire to be um, so close to God. And I'm sure that love just um, trans, transposes itself and uh, transfers right on over to your children. Just the way you hear, uh, to hear you talk about your children and how you still walk your son to school uh, behind him at the school bus when he was, you know, a teenager. Like, man, I, this is awesome. <laughs> this yeah. is so awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I do. I, 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 I love, love my kids. It's just like, I just be so happy to see them. And not only just my kids, I love y'all children too. I love children too. It was a child just now that walked past, walk past the car and waved to me. I love children. Just, I always, my dad said, I always been like that. Even when I was a little girl, I would go to my cousin's house and there were babies there. They looking for me. I'm in like eight, nine, ten years old, and I'm over there with the baby. I'm trying to feed the baby. I'm trying to hold the baby. I always had a love for children. Always. If I can still have children now, if I was married, I'm not married anymore. Unfortunately, my husband passed. But if he, if I was still, I would be my age, probably just having another child. Because I mean, they they're just so precious and so innocent in there. You know, when they get older, they got their own stuff going on. But is the uh, I don't know. Uh, it, it's just them. That's them. Just them. <laughs> it's, I, it's, it's just, I don't know. It's my kids in my class, I mean, I, I love it. it. It'll be times that I will go to work. I'm, I'll go to work. I'm sad. I'm depressed. And I have a younger son, you know, I have a younger son. He's 19 now. But ever since my husband passed, he was six. And he started having mental issues. I didn't know how, really, I didn't know how to take care of him. I knew how to take care of him, but I didn't know how to take care of a child that had the schizophrenic, mental, you know, bipolar and all these other, all these other names man gave him. I didn't know with that demonic attack on him how to take care of him. So I, I went and I started taking classes and wow. I started, you know, mental health classes and started getting involved with that because I had to find out how to take care of my child. Well, he ended the thing that he used to do, like run in front of cars and run out the middle of the street and lay down in front of the buses and try to commit suicide and stuff like that, I, he ended up in the system. So he ended up in the system, but the, that's, that's, you know, God, I, I, the thing that he was doing, I was like, Lord, he's your child first before he's mine. Mm. Take 
do what you need to do with him to shut him down, but please spare his life. You know how much I love him. I know I don't love him more than you do, but I, I'm, I'm behind you. You're first and I'm behind you. It's, kids give me so, they give me so much joy and so much love. I don't know, maybe, I don't even know, but just I, I love them so much. I just, I just love him. I just, I have sitting out and having a Thanksgiving um, conversation with a child at the table before I have one with an adult. <laughs> we can talk about turkey. We can talk about bottles and milk. We can talk about whatever they want to talk about. It's just being in their presence. I love being with them. Wow. I think I'm so glad that you're here and you're sharing this. I know that you love children personally because I remember every single time I would see you, you'd be like, how are my boys doing? Let me see pictures. And so you would just be genuinely really excited um, about my kids, which is really awesome. And I think I was just recently talking to my husband, and so this is really a breath of fresh air for me because um, so many people are, like, afraid to have more children or they have one or two and they're afraid to have more. And the the idea of children, like people think your life is ruined and a lot of millennials, they say, are not having children and they don't want to have children. Um, And for you to talk about it the way you are, I think it's just a breath of fresh air. It's like children really are pretty awesome. And um, it's a really great blessing just to be able to raise little people and yes, mm-hmm. like you mentioned, there are sacrifices that come along with that, but at the yeah. same time, there's so much joy and blessings. And so this is so awesome. I think it's just a breath of fresh air that we need um, to, to really, sometimes with mom life, sometimes we talk about it and we're like, oh, we don't know, you know, how we're going to get through this little season or a patch, a hard patch that we're in. But when you hear you talk and about the joy and about what God was able to do in your situation that everybody else would have looked at and said, mm, I don't know how it's going to work out. But God was not only able to be, give you the ability to financially provide for your children and give you the ability to, to love them, but also just give you this ability to bubble over um, with gratitude for children yeah. and to, for that to be contagious. I'm just believing that women that are listening to this are going to just begin to bubble over um, with gratitude and real, realize that these little people that God gave us are a blessing, and it really does speak to the fact that God entrusted us with human lives that he loves mm-hmm. so much, and he entrusted us with them, and how great an honor that is. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, this is yes. And I, yeah. I always say that when people say, oh, you know, it's, tell a child, it's a blessing to have a mother and a father. Yes, it is a blessing to have a mother and father, but I always felt that God blessed me with them. I am the blessed one. Mm-hmm. And then, then not only, I, for a person, I only, but you know when you grow up, well, how many kids you going to have, girl? I'm just going to have one. I have five. He blessed me five <laughs> times. He trusted me five times with five of his children. He trusted me, me with the low self-esteem, me with the, the you know, the, 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 the no self-respect, the un, unworthy person. He trusted me with five of his children. Five, you know what I mean? Five. It's five of them. Ho, ho, that's five, you know. <laughs> Three boys and two girls. He trusted me with five of them. He is so amazing to trust me. Lisa Martin Washington with some children. 
can't trust to be with them. And everything that everybody else said negatively about me, God was like, uh-uh. She, she got five. Five of them. Five. <laughs> and if she could, she probably had five more. <laughs> five. I'm like, I look, and my children, I call my oldest son every night to make sure he's okay. Every single night, he picked up that phone, he'd be like, okay, yeah, Ma, I'm all right. I'm, I'm in the house. I'm okay. Five, and he's 35 years old. <laughs> I call him every night, every night to make sure he's okay. Text my other son, you all right? You at work. I'm at work. What time do you get off? Text him and you at home. My daughter, my two daughters live with me. My third son, he's not home right now. I won't be home until another year and a half. But I, I, every, is this, I just, I, I be amazed, so amazed at God. Because look what you trust in me. I am worthy. And it would make me feel worthy. I am worthy. You are, you trusted me to be your mom. I, I just feel so worthy. Lord, you love me unconditionally. You are such an amazing God. You trust me with five kids. I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I, I don't know. I'm just and I and I have my three grandkids living with me also. And y'all, I'm telling you, we fight every day. I'm karate chopping them children. <laughs> I am plucking them upside the head. It is just so much. They they be like, uh, um, they say somebody be like, yeah, you want the granny nanny. So that's what I call the granny nanny. It's the beat down. You want the granny nanny? No, I don't want the granny nanny today, Grandma. I said, all right, but you better get on in there then. Grandma, can I watch it? Yeah, come on in here and watch a movie with me. So I got three kids all over again. All right. Oh, I'm like, man. I think about this all the time. Had me um, a Dave and Buster um party, not for me though, y'all, for the children, and call my kids from the school and had their parents bring them up just so they can play. And I think that I'm going to do I've been thinking about this for a couple of years. And I always want, it's in, it's in me to do it because I miss, I, I be, I'm not at that school anymore, so I miss my kids. Mm. Then I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to have a Dave and Buster party just for my children to come so I can just see them and spend the day with them. One one that I love that you said so much, um, and I think that it's, I I actually tell my daughter this too all the time, is that, you know, I I tell her all the time, mommy and daddy love you a whole lot. Like, we love you a whole, whole lot, but Mm -hmm. you love more than mom and dad love you. And I tell her, God loves you way more than mom and dad could ever Mm -hmm. love you. And, like, the fact that, you know, you recognize um, that your children are a blessing from God and that they belong to him first and to you second. Like, I think that's such a poignant um, point to mention. Because I think as moms, sometimes we forget, you know what I mean? We get caught up in, you know, wanting to be this perfect mom. And sometimes we forget that, you know, we, yes, we birth these children, but they belong to him first. Before mm-hmm. us. I don't even want uh, the conversation to end because I'll be honest, like, um, some of you guys may know if you're in the uh, Face Mom Facebook group, I'm about to have child number four. I'm like, oh, I'm excited. But, you know, in this day, day and age sometimes, you know, it's easy to kind of get really worried. Like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, I have more than the status quo two kids. Like, oh, you know, is this crazy or 
Uh, and just to hear you talk is just making me so happy. And I'm getting even more excited. I'm like, this is going to be good. awesome. <laughs> so, That's good, because uh, when you said it. it, when you said it, I was like, yes. <laughs> I know I'm not <laughs> having another child because I, you know, I don't have no husband, so I ain't been doing it. I'm not sexually active at all, but I'm not having another child. Dominique having another child. So I hope it's a girl this time. <laughs> Me too. Oh, my gosh, I've been praying for a girl. <laughs> she got three chocolate handsome boys. She need one yep. chocolate um, beautiful girl. <laughs> hey, man, that would be awesome. I'm just excited. I think this conversation um, is just so awesome. I think that it's a conversation that moms or moms-to-be or people that are contemplating becoming moms need to hear. It's that, you know, God really does entrust us and bless us with these children. And I am actually really glad to hear um, your story because I know I've heard tons of stories that haven't been so great um, about how the the church or the, bo- the, the church or the body of Christ has acted when someone has had a child out of wedlock or had a child when they were teens mm-hmm. and some of the things that people had to go through even in the church um, yep. and how hurtful and things that were said and, you know, and just the ignorance that can happen when people um, just are kind of downright mean. And so the fact that I'm sure you went through your share of that, even the things that people mm-hmm. were saying, you know, when you're walking down the street. But the fact that God didn't do that, like, I think that we all need to hear that, that no matter what anyone says about you, God is not saying those things about you. And right. no matter if people are, you know, saying mean things and you can't and you can't and you can't, God is never saying those things about you. God yes. is speaking life into you. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. God is continuing to speak life into you. It doesn't matter if anyone else believes that you can. It doesn't matter if anyone else, what anyone else thinks about you. The fact of the matter is that God has a plan for your life. And when we're ready to turn to God and say, God, I give it all to you like you did that day, he will truly mm-hmm. transform our lives. No matter what, we, what bad thing we think we did or, you know, what bad thing everybody's telling us we did, God's like, you know what? I can transform that. I I can transform anything, and this is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And now you're you're encouraging so many moms. I know myself included. It's like wow, this is awesome. It's such an awesome opportunity that we have here to be moms, and it just makes me made me really excited to be a mom. Being on this this um, podcast recording made me so excited to be a mom today. Like I'm like. Yo, if I wasn't pregnant already, I'd be like, come on, husband, let's make a baby. But, you know, we got that covered. <laughs> so it's good. Thank God. Well, I'm, you are just bubbling with so much fire and passion for the Lord. So I am going to take this opportunity to ask you if you would pray for any woman, anyone, any person that's listening to this podcast, however the Holy Spirit leads you um, to pray for them. Would you be willing to pray for them? Sure. Awesome. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, you know uh, all about all of us moms, all of our situations, you know everything that we need, you know all our heart desires. Lord, whoever is going through, whoever is suffering, whoever thinks that they cannot make it because 
of something that they did, had a child out of wedlock, had a child too young, pregnant now at, the, at a young age. Lord, give them the strength that they need. Give them the desire that they need. Give them, uh, give them the boldness that they need, Lord, to know that you are there. Lord, that you are there no matter what anybody says about them. Negativity, Lord, no matter what people try to do to them or make them to believe negatively about themselves, Lord, let them know in their heart that you are there, that you are positive, Lord, that you're not saying any of those things about them, that your words tell us exactly what you said, exactly what you think about us, Lord. We are more than conquerors, Lord, you said. We are the head and not the tail. We are the apple of your eye, Lord. Woo, we are your children, Jesus, that you love us unconditionally. It's not, it's, it's not we don't, you don't have the type of love for us, Lord, that man might have for us. Love us today, hate us tomorrow. You have unconditional love that you love us forever and evermore, Lord. So whatever they're going through, Lord, give them the strength to, to be able to come to you with it, to be able to pray to you with it, to know that you're there, to know that they they have you for whatever they need, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Lord, I just, I just thank you, Jesus, for being who you are, for being the I am that I am, for being the great, oh, hallelujah, for being everything that you said that you would be, for all the times that you promised us, Lord, that you are doing everything that you promised, that you're giving us all the promises, Lord. Lord, I just thank and I praise you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that there will be not one mother, whether she's young, whether she's older, no matter what, what she feels as though she's going through, not one that will be depressed, not one that will think that they can't make it, not one that will do anything to harm themselves or their children, Lord, not one that would be, think negatively of themselves that they cannot make, Lord, that they will survive. I speak life. Life, Lord, you said that our tongue speech has the power to speak life and death. And I speak life over every mother, every mother, Lord, in the name of Jesus, every mother. That she will conquer what you have set out for her to conquer, Lord, in the name of Jesus, through you. Philippians 4 and 13, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And let them know that it is all things. They can be the super mom, but it's only through Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen.